0: Hello. Here you. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Not bad. Uh, so you're hip deep in the Snyder Cut right now, huh? Yep. Cool. We oh, we won't say much about that since we're going to get to that soon enough. Um, uh, what do you want to start with?
1: Uh, why don't we run through um.
0: I mean, I can blow through yeah, Superman and that, real quick. Yeah, we can do
1: that, and then we'll do Flash, and then we'll pick up the other one probably on my way home.
0: Sure. Um, so, in case you haven't noticed, uh, welcome to the B-Team Podcast. My name is John Macy. I'm joined tonight by Josh Krugner, uh, and we are doing our weekly review of the CWDC shows. Uh, we're just going to do a real quick run-through of Superman and Lois, since I watched it and you didn't. Um, just more of the same kind of, I mean uh the whole the plot was basically you know uh it was mainly just conflict between Clark and Lois's father about you know do your job my job is raising my kids fuck that <laughs> um so you know and i'm just losing all respect for uh general sam lane by the way um part of it is miscasting, I think. Like, I like Dylan Walsh in a lot of things, but he's about as threatening as a roll of toilet paper. So, he lacks the uh, gravitas necessary to pull this roll off.
1: Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, that was part of the joke when he was on Nip Talk, was that no one ever found him threatening.
0: Right. Mm -hmm. And then when he goes all, like, passive-aggressive real housewives of Smallville on John and Jordan for like, don't bother your dad with your shit, because every time you do that, people are going to die. I was just like, oh, no, no. So then, you know, they start the whole, you know, they figure out that um, there's a whole side plot with John and Jordan go to a party after after the weekly football game where Jordan does something cool and John does absolutely nothing. And, uh, you know... So then they, fi- they find out that this other kid has like weird powers or he doesn't actually do anything, but it's like genetic instability or something. And then so they then, you know, they take care of that because they hesitate to hit the button, the magic Superman call button, because of what the what their grandfather said to them. So then Clark comes back all pissed off at Sam Lane. He's like, you know, you don't get to decide how I deal with the fact that I'm Superman in relation to my kids. So go to, I mean, he doesn't tell him to go to hell, but basically for all Mm -hmm. intents. And then Lois, Lois is just like, you know, he's a Clark's a way better father than you ever were. So stop trying to tell us how to raise our kids, Um, which is all fine. But I just, you know, and they started the, they started the inevitable turn towards evil with, with the grandfather. I just wish it was over more than Lois said I was a bad father. (laughs) Cause that's basically all it's going to be. He's going to start working with the captain Luthor guy because Lois said he was a bad dad, (laughs) which he is. Um, And then they had, there was like a secondary plot where, uh, and it's sad that they're making all the actual Superman stuff, the side plot um, where he goes (laughs) to stop uh apparently they're transferring a lot of a lot of the incarcerated criminals to higher security prisons because Superman's not around as much, so they feel the need to do that so one of the transfers gets effed up, and it's just this guy who i if they gave him a name i don't even know what it was uh that's how memorable he was this guy who who had like a a rifle that just made like sonic waves and stuff and like That's it. And Clark goes to fight him and it takes him down for a couple of minutes until the plot armor hits and they go, oh, wait, now he has to go somewhere else and save his children. So he'll take this guy down in five seconds, even though we've just been punking him out for five (laughs) minutes. Um, So, I mean, it's weird because I generally gravitate towards these things for performances and and like. If the writing is not there initially, I usually kind of grade on the potential curve in a way. And the potential is still there. It's just like these people have no fucking clue how to write Superman effectively. Um, that, and they still have no clue how uh, journalism works. And it's continuing to, as someone who used to work in that industry, it's continuing to annoy the hell out I of me. I
1: figured it would get um, worse. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yep. Locust. Lo- <laughs> locust. Blech. Lois was going to write some hit piece on Morgan Edge for the Schmallville Schmuck Patrol uh, paper, and the the crony Edge's crony walks in and says, "Your prior contract doesn't allow you to do that." The term "prior contract" doesn't mean anything.
1: No, what that mean was, of course, the non compete. Like, but the people writing this have no idea right. what that is. But they don't.
0: But even that has a time. Even the non compete would have a time. Yeah, but
1: it, it could be like a two years. I mean, she would definitely be under yeah, it. Yeah, but.
0: Right. They oh she'd certainly be under it, but they could at least like if they had a clue what they were doing, they could at least say like your non complete non prevents you from doing this for X mm-hmm. amount of time. Instead they're just like, Your prior contract says you can't do Oof. this and it's like Fuck you <laughs> And then she's also she continues to be the worst reporter on the fucking Oof. planet because she goes to she goes too edge they have, the, they have the town meeting vote, finally. Like, the vote over whether to give him control of the mine Ooh. or not. Which was the whole thing that that was for. And uh, and uh, so the town goes for it because... Uh, Sorry, I was getting
1: water. I was not going to the bathroom. Sure.
0: I was trying to decide which one it was. I wasn't going to ask. Um, and Lana's schmucky husband gives the, the impassioned pro-edge speech... And she wanted Lois wanted Clark to be there to provide like the opposite perspective, but he doesn't show mm. up. So then they have the they have the vote. He gets control of the mine. She goes to said mine after that and basically lays out exactly how she's going to take him down like a complete fucking idiot. <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? Um the kids are fine. Like I think the thing that's kind of bothering me about this show is like I want to like it, and there's enough that I do like where it's, I'm still enjoying watching it, but the stuff that is badly done really infuriates me. Yeah. Because I can, see, I can see so easily this could be the best thing they're putting out every week, and it's just not. <laughs> Actually, it probably still is by default but not for the right reasons.
1: Yeah. I'm interested to see, cause I know a lot of the crowd that typically hates these properties, they all love this show. So I'm waiting to see when that yeah. turn comes because they all love one division. In, and that turn came real quick. Yep.
0: I'm enjoying it primarily for Hecklin Cause I think he's killing it. I mean, any, any problem I have with it is not mm-hmm. him. Like he's doing more than the best with what they can possibly give him. Um, and he certainly, he, I know a lot of people had complaints about him when he first showed up on Supergirl, because a lot of people made immediate comparisons to Cavill. For me, he's head uh, head and shoulders above Cavill. Yeah, It's not even close. Um, and the kids are fine. Like, I was expecting the kids to be the thing I couldn't stand, but I haven't had the slightest problem with that. Um, and I feel like this actress could, could be giving us a good version of a, um, and again, I, I always do. The villains are awful. Like, and I don't know why. Like, are they required to save all the good ones for Supergirl or the movies or something? Because whatever they're doing, it's not great with that. Um, but anyway, yeah, no, we didn't I mean, want to so spend I, a I ton of time on that.
1: that one, so. um, after what we're about to go into, which I'll probably have even less to say. Um, You know, I I watched like the opening scene with Jordan's Friday Night Lights and then, you know, Sam Lane getting all upset. And I was like, nope.
0: Yep. Yep. And I do think, like, you know, there's still that stuff we were talking about when you were watching it about how, you know, there's going to be more. I don't think they can even really decide what they want to do with the kids because at times they're like, you can tell they want to start turning John against Jordan. For like the fact that he's getting all the benefits, but then when it suits the plot, they're completely buddy buddy and it doesn't matter. And that's fine if that's what you want to do, I guess. But it's not, you know, consistency yep. at the very least would be nice. Um, so let's. I'm just going to get the rating uh, the real name quick. Of
1: this episode. Um, okay. Oh, so it was Haywire. Was it? Haywire. The bill, then. Haywire.
0: Yeah, but they never used yeah, that name, and I thought I was Haywire was a I was from how you described it. And had like... Yeah. Um, I thought it. they did a version of Haywire on Supergirl, who's a woman with electrical powers, so it didn't really connect to me in that way. Oh! Okay. <laughs> there we go. Uh, so this did drop a little bit. Uh, 1.205 million down from 1.252 the previous week. Um, there is a new one of these next week, but then I believe it's taking a couple weeks off, and Supergirl's coming back on the 30th.
1: Yes, I remember the hearing that its was uh, going to replace so. it, so we'll see what that does to the ratings. Yep. So, yep.
0: so I will be watching that, just because I've been watching that for five years, mm-hmm. I don't see
1: any reason to stop
0: at this point, and you know, uh, so we probably won't talk about that that much unless it does something particularly uh, amazing, which it hasn't done in a couple of years, so um, I suppose that will bring us to uh, the third episode of the current season of Flash, uh, the title being Mother, I believe, um, which was ostensibly going to be the season six finale um, and ended up being shown now for COVID reasons. Um, you want me to try to run through uh, the You,
1: you can, because quick? my show notes, or I just... I have notes too. on the other things, and then I wrote the flash, and then I just wrote the word no and underlined it.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, so this is basically, you know, they're in the lab. The The usual cast of characters is in the lab. Uh, Chester P. He is far more tolerable with Cisco around, much like I thought he might be. Um, I mean, I still don't really like him, but I didn't want to put my fist through anything. Um, so they're in the lab. Uh, Barry somehow... Did Did they mention that yeah, Barry would lose his feet again uh, doing all that stuff trying to get end Iris through the portal? Back.
1: Yeah, which totally undermined... Oh, that thing where he got all pissy and threw the lightning bolt? Okay.
0: Okay. See, I didn't realize that that was tied to that machine. I thought once he had it, he had it again. Um, So, Iris is like in a coma. And then they start trying to figure out ways to... um, Ways to get... Mm -hmm. Ways to stop the mirror... They, I guess they call her Mirror Monarch in this one, instead of uh, Mirror uh, Mistress, like I had heard going around. Um, so... And then there's some stuff about... Then the current version of Wells comes back, the like...
1: Fixed you know, the, the weirdly
0: <laughs> reincarnated one, and helps them figure out a way to... Yep. Uh, yep. Iris is apparently the Speed Force now because she wakes up from this coma and suddenly has the Speed Force and whatever, and transfers it into that machine, and then it eventually transfers into Barry, and he has all his powers back and shit, and he's no longer a dick. Um, so, then they they fight the Mirror Monarch, and she has and they all army have like the army of the Mirror Clones. Um, <laughs> and I was... Yes, they do. You're right. Uh, I was I was amazingly bored for the first half of this episode, like all the stuff where they were just talking was just like, Oh my God, just get to it already. Um, it was nice to see Tom Cavanaugh again, even though he's only gone for like a week. Um It wasn't that, that was the one part of that section where I wasn't ready to put myself through a window. Um, and the other thing I yes. realized is the chick that plays mirror Monarch is a terrible monologuer. Like she had a couple monologues, she had a couple monologues in that episode, and I just I was just falling asleep whenever she started doing that. Um, so there's the big fight, and you know it was nice to see Cisco with the vibe powers again, and Killer Frost running around doing stuff again. Apparently she was off the show a lot in season six because she wasn't had mm-hmm. she was on maternity leave, which you know, obviously they're not going to say that during the show or anything. But um, so it was nice to see her again. And uh, so they're winning the fight at one point, then they start to lose, and then they fall into one of the ultimate writing traps I've ever seen in the interest of, you know, partially the trap itself is not in the interest of equality, but the things that got to making the trap necessary are, like, I get the idea of, like, female villain. Great. Go ahead. But then... I feel like they have this mindset where you can't just have the male hero fight her. So you have to have mm-hmm. the, the useless female character talk her out of violence, you know? And I was just like, you're going to end this. You're technically going to end a season like that with just Iris and lecturing they, they somebody about how what they're doing is off-screen. wrong.
1: Like everybody who was trapped in the mirrorverse, and I, was, Oh, just, they're fine now.
0: Sing and Sing just kind of walks out of a mirror, and then you see Cisco's girlfriend back at the Central City Citizen or whatever, just like it had never happened in the first place. Um, so I get that they were, I get that they were probably limited by you know whatever limitations they were under because of all the COVID stuff and all that. But I mean, if nothing else, this was just a. So I, I, I was so I, bored
1: and just rolling my eyes. 25 at, minutes um, into it,
0: I just wanted to shut it off or like pick, yeah, take yeah. um
1: When um, when Camilla comes back and calls Cisco, I was taking a video of the cat because he was doing his ridiculous leap off the table. And uh, he, he jumps in this ridiculous arc and just goes really high and really fast. So I unfortunately have that whole scene on video. Yeah. But it's worth it for the video of the cat. Everybody loved it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah so I mean hopefully now they'll move past all this mirror junk which I thought was pretty stupid to be oh alive, yeah I imagine that's all,
1: um, all over and get on to yeah,
0: and get on to whatever season 7 was supposed to be um, I'm guessing based on the the thing at the end uh, where they show like something shooting out of the, the machine that they were transferring the speed force through that it's going to be Something like the Force Quest from Rebirth, where all the other forces now, all the other forces now exist, and Barry has to go figure yeah, out I'm how still, they work. I'm guessing
1: they're, they're um, going to do that and then combine it with a version of Chain Lightning, and it's just going to be awful.
0: Right. They're bringing Ooh. back Hadabra for next week, I guess. Um, that guy, that's the guy from the Ant Man movies with the the Baba Yaga guy, and I'm like, how much yeah. work is he going to get? <laughs> You know, between this and uh, he's like the big bad guy in MacGyver and he's in the James Gunn Suicide Squad movie. I'm like, dude, that guy came out of nowhere to suddenly be everywhere. Um, so, yeah, I think this one, ratings-wise... No, don't don't forget the, uh, the, the,
1: the one... great send-off for Hartley Sawyer.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yes! Yes, I was going to talk about that. Um, they get... Sue shows up because I think her parents yep. were mirror duplicates or something and she realized something wasn't right so she goes to Joe and says, Ralph found you know information that clears me from whatever I was implicated for last year. I forget what it was. Was it killing that Carver guy? Um, yeah. And then uh, Ralph actually comes back but you never see his face. Like, he shows up, but he's like burned, and you just hear him kind of mumbling. And then they stick him in a chamber of some sort, and he comes out with a helmet on that completely he, covers his face. He looked his, like that punk. It was
1: ridiculous. Also, that that whole subplot, yeah, like, they she make shows a death thunk the episode, and the parents are there, and she's like, "Yeah, they're in duplicates," but enough about that. And then she says that there's evidence, and they go right. to look at the evidence, and it's just a picture of Ava. I was like, this is like uh, Batman and Robin. Yeah when they have the ridiculous Casablanca Photoshop picture of being poison Ivy. It's like,
0: it's like they brought her back to do nothing. I mean, you know, and then they basically just, they make it. I was expecting that this would be their opportunity to like change the appearance of the character. So they keep him around. Well, played do by that somebody next time else. He
1: shows up. I'm sure like,
0: okay. Cause I thought the whole thing was going to be, they put him in that chamber and he comes yeah, out. um yeah, so I was I was very disappointed by that just because I do like those characters, say what you will about Sawyer. I mean, I do like those two characters and was hoping they mm-hmm. would find a way to keep them around. Um, but clearly they have no interest in doing that, so instead they're just going to punk the character out because the actor was a dick. Um, so ratings-wise, this came in at about 1.04 million, which I believe is up slightly from... Uh, the previous week, which was about 989,000. Um, so upward trend there. Uh, and hopefully we'll get out of, like I said, all this mirror stuff will hopefully be gone. It was easily the weakest villain plot of any season the show's had, in my opinion. Uh, I think the uh, Ramsey um,
1: one was worse, but, you know, they're one and one. Yeah, but wasn't that all the, I thought that was all the yeah. same
0: season, though, because wasn't Ramsey her yeah, fucking funky um yeah I mean, and I mean i as i think we said before when we were talking about that stretch of the season i like that actor that character mm-hmm. was horrendous um so i don't fault that entirely um so yeah i'll be interested to see what next season of this ends up being as it continues um and i i don't know i still haven't heard anything about whether the Supposed season eight is going to be shorter. Like they're going to do the arrow 10 episodes and out thing or not. Um, but obviously they don't have to have that conversation quite yet. So uh, did you have any thoughts here? I've kind of been dominating. Uh, this. No,
1: like I said, that one, I just, we, we said, well, it needed to be said. It was terrible. Don't watch it, <laughs> you know, chalk it up to uh, COVID and you know, the, they did whatever they could do to get out of that hole. Don't watch
0: it. Yep. Okay. Let me. All right. I do want to find. Um... Okay. Which leaves uh, us yeah, with. Yeah. So let's, let's take a break uh, here. Elephant we'll in the room. I'm, when woman. I get to my car. Yay. We'll bang that
1: out. And then uh, we'll, we'll run with the main event later. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Welcome back, Wow, well, he's not ocean.
0: <laughs> no, I'm well I'm trying to keep it consistent with the way I had the last one marked. Ah, so okay, we're back now. uh, let's get to Batwoman uh I believe the title was "It's best you Stop Digging <laughs> um,
1: it's best you stop watching
0: <laughs> uh yeah, um. I'm going to try to do the plot, but the plot was, frankly, really stupid, so I'm not entirely sure I can even do it justice, but uh, I believe it starts with Ryan out doing Batwoman stuff until she freaks out due to the Kryptonite bullet injury and ends up back in the Batcave with a frickin' frack there who, uh, you know, Mary has some, like attempt at a gravitas line about how the kryptonite has migrated into her brain, or something, and she starts, like, spazzing out on, a, on essentially an operating table, and uh, while the two are trying to figure out what to do about that, she's, they don't bother to restrain this person who could injure herself with all this thrashing around and whatever. And she exactly. Gets up, <laughs> yep. And she gets up and drives off in the Batmobile, half out of her fucking mind, um, and goes to her girlfriend's apartment in the in the outfit.
1: Okay, and, I got uh, I got to stop you right there because you're glossing over some incredible, incredible shit. Okay. First of all, they have pre-diagnosed Ryan as terminal. This is killing her. And, okay. Um, I said this to you. In the group chat while I was watching it, because I, I figured you had read it, but I wasn't 100% sure and I didn't want to spoil it. This is spoilers for anyone listening who also wants to read Jason Aaron's Thor. This was identical to the layout and the execution of the quote unquote of uh, Jane Foster's Thor.
0: Oh, yes, I have read that.
1: On her deathbed, and she's like, you know, fuck it, I'm going to go fight. Um, Oh, Jesus, dog. Yes, and um, you know, so you like the whole issue. You're waiting for her to just finish the fight and basically drop dead, and that's what they keep alluding to with Ryan. But obviously, we know they're they're not going to kill Ryan Wilder. Uh, the other thing that they said, which was very important and glossed over, her bone marrow had begun to degenerate from the radiation poisoning. Okay, so.
0: So don't you guys the that eating? happened
1: in the bat suit was beyond ridiculous and Ryan was basically RoboCop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> to preview what we're going to get to later tonight. Um, exactly. Yeah, so then she goes to the she goes to the girlfriend's apartment or the ex-girlfriend's apartment in the in the bat suit and I don't think the girl figured out that it was Ryan, maybe. I'm not 100% certain. So I'll, I'll
1: jump in there, and I, I will preface because I didn't actually say this. I am on my way driving home. Uh, there is a rain. I have the wipers on, but they're on, like, the low setting. So if there's background noise, you know, it's a terrible episode anyway. So yeah, better, uh, a trial by fire. Um, anyway, to that point, so, yeah, she's got, like, massive terminal illness, bone marrow degeneration. But she not only unconsciously puts on the Batsuit. She puts on the stupid-ass wig.
0: <laughs> yep. Oh, that's right. It had, she had And her, man, yeah. her ex-girlfriend I was staring amazed. her in the
1: face doesn't recognize her. Uh, her newest hookup, the ex-girlfriend, uh, is with a... I wouldn't even call it a self-insert because it's not the person, but it was definitely a nod to a person in, let's say, the community that would... Um, be a fan of Batwoman. And by that, I don't mean the uh, desired LGBT quotient, but more one of the people who ran SJW Marvel into the ground. Uh, I don't know if you know who Heather Antos is, and we don't need to go into a whole thing, but she no. basically ran Marvel into the ground in a editor position that she was not cut out for. Uh, she then moved to Valiant Comics, and to promote, or rather not promote a book, she once did a I think it was a live stream in a ridiculous unicorn onesie there's pictures of it everywhere I think I sent one to the group chat and um when I saw that I was like oh that's what they're doing here because otherwise why would anyone wear this outfit ever unless they were a furry or a 12 year old or I fucked that a (laughs) four-year-old
0: yeah you sent that but I had no clue who that person was so it kind of went over my head um and then I recall something about... Okay, I'm going to mention what I had told you earlier. The description of this episode that your my cable uh-huh. box gave me it made it sound like it was going to be way more interesting than it actually was. Because... And we'll get back to the rest of the plot in a second. But um, the description on my cable box was basically Ryan debates whether she can go through with killing Alice or not. So... I was thinking, oh hey, this will be a really, this could be a good episode because maybe they'll get into like, does somebody who doesn't doesn't have the the attachment to the whole Bruce Wayne ethic have to follow the no kill code, right, or not, right? And I thought that would actually be something interesting that they could have done, and no, that's not what they do at all, <laughs> because back to the plot, uh. Ryan, still half-dead, goes after Alice and kind of, like, faces her down like she would have a clue who she was, takes the fucking mask off like she would still have any clue who she was, and they have this whole debate about, like, you killed my mom, I don't care. I was basically just thinking it was, like, a, a lame-ass version of Tommy Lee Jones in the Fugitive.
1: Absolutely. Uh, um, so you're You're jumping ahead of the magic here and uh if i didn't say it before i will say it now this is without a doubt my favorite episode of batwoman if if someone were to ask me what two episodes of batwoman should they watch to get the full effect of just how fucking terrible yet also entertaining it can be um whatever the one with magpie is with the first season and this one Mm
0: -hmm. i watched
1: this twice already as soon as Sarah gets back, okay. I'm gonna make her watch it, and I, I just can't wait. Oh Jesus <laughs> so, Christ! Oh, oh sorry, my God, Sarah. it's it's incredible. Um, so the the B so, plot, you know, obviously we still have.
0: Oh wait, I'm Sarah not right, I'm not quite done with the with the Alice thing yet. So, in the utter brilliance that these writers have, she, you know, they have the, she has this confrontation with Alice, and she's obviously half out of it, but. She makes the decision not... She makes the decision not to kill her, but not because of anything that she actually does herself. She, like, strokes strokes out and has a vision of her foster mother saying, I didn't raise you to be no killer.
1: Ghost ghost grandma. And that's...
0: (laughs) And that is the entire reason she decides not to kill her. (laughs) And I was just like, what the fuck? Can we do a little better than that? Um... Do you want to attempt all the the plot with all Do the island shit? <laughs> Cuz I I didn't I didn't understand. Okay. It, so. so
1: basically we have Coriana which is the god awful literal backdrop for the season. Uh, it is discount femescara meets
0: let's call it Lian Discount
1: Niu. Lian you exactly. Um, so <laughs> we've been getting these bits and pieces of, you know, the flashback to the life on the island where Alice, when she was still Beth, although, and we'll get to that, uh, was found by Sapphaya and her
0: uh, <laughs> lesbian lieutenant Tatiana.
1: And um, she lived on the island, and then Sofia was like, you should do karate, because all good Power Rangers do karate when they're in civilian clothes. So she introduced her to <laughs> who I thought was her actual brother. And now I think she was just being colloquially (coughs) racist. But we'll get to that. So so basically what happened that they've been alluding to is Sophia, who of course is a lesbian pirate, uh, was in love with Alice. Now, we were not sure if that was reciprocated, whether truthfully or deceptively. And what they've really been trying very hard not to come out and say and or show is that Sophia was basically a sexual predator preying on a trauma victim of what, by all intents and purposes, was a 12-year-old girl who had never spent a day in the real world. So whatever happened or didn't happen, we didn't get any indication of until this episode, where we find out she's introduced to Ocean, and, of course, they have a relationship. Now, at the end Mm -hmm. of the last episode... Alice kills, uh, I don't know, some homeless person or finds a dead homeless person and puts a fake mask on him because, you know, mouse was a thing once to make it look like ocean. Then they call Tatiana to come pick up the body. This is all she wanted. She wanted them to accept her ruse and take her back to Coriana for no reason other than we need time to stall she then knocks Tatiana out and ties her up so that the two can engage in the most ridiculous exposition that we already knew I've ever seen in my life. Like we knew three (laughs) episodes ago that their memories of each other, Alice and Ocean, were erased because whatever happened, that's what we didn't know, but that didn't really matter. Sophia was pissed off and she wanted them to forget one another. Okay, fine. In a glorious retcon, and a lot of these Corianna retcons, they're going to come up because they're fucking incredible, every single one of them. Uh, This is an island that, like (laughs) Mascara, is secret. I think it has a force field or a cloaking thing like Wakanda, and it's been untouched by man, except, you know, Ocean was there. There's other dudes there. And um, apparently, this island that can't be found on fucking satellite was screwed over by Catherine from Hamilton Dynamics, who's Mary's mother, and she, like, I don't know, she gave them, like, faulty satellites. So the, the whole subplot of Alice killing Catherine now comes around in that she was subconsciously conditioned to do so because Sophia had a grievance with this woman that they never should have even known each other existed. Uh, oh, God. So Alice even asks... Tatiana, she's like, you know, well, why did she erase our memories? What's the big secret? Spoiler alert, the big secret is that Sofia was in love with Alice. There's no way Alice didn't know this from, like, the first time they brought her in this season, when she, like, puts her hand on her, and she's like, you know, the one thing I could never have is come back to me. I mean, come on, even if your memory was erased and this chick is weirdly acting like that, you kind of get what her intentions were, and at that point, you'd be like, hmm, what exactly did I forget? But no, not Alice. She was just like, sure, why not? So they set up this angle where Sophia gets pissed off at Ocean, who, again, I thought was her brother. She called him brother many times. And in this episode, she's like someone who was like a brother to me. And I'm like, OK, so if he's not really her brother, she's just calling him that because he's black. That's it. He's a good brother. <laughs> um, so she he's tries to steal the desert rose which is the magic cure all that, that you know will, will cure any illness any wound anything he wanted to take it to man's world and and make money and and do good sort of uh alice didn't do anything she made out with him so sophia got jealous and then punished alice and erased her memory too and then she says and we'll make it so that you go home and seek revenge on your family and you give into your fairy tale persona and become evil okay now we're going to go back to season one and you might actually not know about this. Um, Not that anything in season one was good. It wasn't, but as I'm sure you've heard, you know, supposedly she's a fan favorite, even though there are no fans of the show. Uh, Rachel Skarsten as Beth and then Alice is the best part of season one. We slowly get her backstory. of She was a little girl held captive by this crazy Ned Flanders looking motherfucker. And, um, you know, They keep hinting that like more sinister stuff happened to her and sure being kidnapped and forced to uh, do weird surgeries on dead people for a serial killer is traumatizing. But they hint that like it was much, much worse. Apparently it wasn't. And then at one point she's an adult and she kills the dude's mother because she was a bitch who used to burn her. Um, While she's still a little girl and they did reference it in this episode. There is an episode where Kate and Jacob, when Kate's a kid track them down based on the leads they've been following, that they haven't given up and thought she's dead yet. And he tells Beth, if you move, if you make a sound, I will kill your family. So she doesn't do anything. And little girl Kate finds her cell behind a secret, like passageway staircase and puts her hand on it because Kate didn't telepathically sense her twin was in trouble. That is why Alice hated Kate in season one. Alice then, all she had as Beth was the Alice in Wonderland book that she would just read over and over again to try to keep her sanity. In that moment, she snaps, goes insane, and embraces this wannabe Mad Hatter persona. So she did that as a little girl, and then she starts killing people and going crazy. Plus, she's got this whole fucking backstory with Mouse. Now they're retconning it to be like, well, Beth was normal, and then she escaped, and then she was normal on the island, had a normal life, had a normal boyfriend, but then, like, randomly shows back up in Gotham, and, like, Mouse doesn't fill in these blanks. So none of it makes any sense. Speaking of things that don't make any sense, we get the origin of the Desert Rose. And this is fucking, oh, this is, this is the, uh, the icing, the, the cherry on top. Oh, my God. So in Totally Not Themyscira and totally not the Amazons, a nondescript village of European women are beaten and abused by their husbands. They decide to rebel, and the husbands beat the shit out of them. So they decide to run away on a ship. Maybe they were Viking women. I doubt it, because Viking women would fight back. Uh, So they find this island of Koriana, and somehow they become karate masters. Then the men come back looking for them, and they have a great battle and defeat all the men. But many women die. All these women are now lesbians. But from the blood of slaughtered lesbians grows this flower that is literally the cure for any ailment on earth. Sophia then demonstrates to Beth in flashback how to grow the flower. And I think she like cuts her hand and she basically says it has to come from the blood of a woman. But what she means is it has to come from the blood of a lesbian woman.
0: Oh my god is that what that was? That's I what that was. of that. Uh, uh, this will also tell you how checked out I get when they start doing all this island shit. I thought she actually had killed Ocean the week before, so I was confused when he showed up again. I was like, Wait, isn't he dead? What?
1: Right. So in the present, you know, we have uh Ryan Wilde there just walking around fucking banging into walls and shit, doing God knows what. Keeps being like, I gotta find Alice. She has a hilarious vision. That's just a hallucination where she does kill Alice. And it's not like poetic or, you know, like it was a hard decision. She mentally forms a shank and fucking shanks her like six times in the gut.
0: Right. Yep. Oh,
1: Um, it's just so 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 bad. Ryan is like, you know, I have to get to um, I have to get to Alice. But the episode's almost over. So they come up with a ridiculous scenario where the bat suit tells her because ocean apparently grows mushrooms in a concrete jungle, which is what her ex-girlfriend told her, uh, he's going to be somewhere by the water that gives off a thermal signature. So she's magically able to find him. And of course, because they were trying to pick up their will, they won't they Alice just happens to be there. There's no reason Alice should have been there at all, especially with him leaving when he did. But, and here's the greatest thing that I have not seen anyone mention: all the good, bad reviews, No one has mentioned this, and it floors me. When it comes to the Batcave, there are three things that everyone expects to see. And I'm not counting the uh, Jason Todd glass case uniform, because I think that or a version of it did show up. What are those three things?
0: The dinosaur, the giant penny, and... uh something else it's
1: a joker playing card but yes the dinosaur or the giant penny were the big two so after ryan falls off fire escape in the bat suit which again is made of superman so she should be fine from that fall i guess she's knocked out or she passed out luke and mary show up and finally we see the gcpd and for some reason they're like don't touch the suspect i don't know why ryan was a suspect unless Angelique called it in as as like, you know, crazy ass Batwoman just came through my fire escape. She's a drug dealer. She shouldn't be calling the cops. She's on the run from the cops. So (laughs) they show up to take her and hide her. And they have Luke's car and the not Batmobile. And Mary's like, I want to drive the Batmobile. And Luke is like, no. And he's got a good reason. He's like, I've worked with Batman for years. I'm like the smart science guy. You know, you're just a tag along. And then Mary's like, no, I'm driving. And he's like, okay. So he lets her take the fucking Batmobile. That's bad enough. There is a throwaway line. I thought
0: the five-minute Pickering scene was There is a throwaway
1: line where she gets back to the Batcave, that's totally not the Batcave, and says, gee, Ryan, the buttons for the windshield wipers and the buttons for the rockets are really identical. So did Mary, like, blow up part of Gotham (laughs) City and kill a whole shitload of people?
0: Oh my God! I did think that the the five minute scene of them bickering about who's going to drive which car while there's a police copter right over their heads was really, really well, well done. Unlike Batwoman, in the most sarcastic said, way possible.
1: about. So here is why I brought up the giant penny, the playing card, and the dinosaur. Because when they hide her fucking keys to the not <laughs> Batmobile, they say the keys are in the Dino. And I'm watching, and I'm not really paying attention. I hear that. I go, holy shit. Tell me they're going to have the giant fucking dinosaur, and it's going to look like styrofoam and awful. And then Ryan gets up and bickers with Mary, and she's like, all right, fine. The keys are in the dino. And I'm looking, and I'm looking, and I'm like, where is this fucking dino? They have a plastic Jurassic Park fucking figurine on the console of the bat computer that she put the fucking car keys, which are regular-shaped car keys, in the mouth, it's fucking six <laughs> inches high. That's the dino. Oh my god! No one, yeah, absolutely is... no one, who has uh. watched and/or reviewed this show positively or negatively, picked up on that fact and has stated that till now. I take full fucking credit on that one.
0: Well, because you and I are probably some of the only people that actually read the comics that review this I show. I mean, there
1: are a bunch, even the people who hate watch it. There, there's at least two I know of that would have. And they, they must have completely missed that. Uh, but yeah. yeah, so then well, everything ends up at the convenient grow house where Ryan, as you said, takes off her helmet wig and... Uh, gets into it with Alice, who at this point, Ryan should not be able to lift her arms. She should be, like, dead on the floor. And mm-hmm. even though Alice probably shouldn't have been able to kick her ass because the Batsuit is made of Superman, Alice kicks the shit out of her and aggravates her shoulder injury by stepping on the Batsuit, which should do nothing.
0: Not under the way they've established this thing to work previously, Right.
1: No. And then, uh, Ghost grandma, foster mom shows up and is like, that's not much. Al. Don't kill her like that. And Ryan's like, okay. And that's it. And then Ryan reveals <laughs> yeah, in, in awesome. the height of her, I'm fucking dying. And all I can be consumed by is instinctual drive to avenge my ghost grandmother, mother. Um, she's like, nah, this was my plan all along. I put a tracker in her boot. And she'll lead us to Coriana because we got rid of all the maps. All right. And there's a scene where I, Jacob and Sophie, who shouldn't even have been in this episode, find all the scientists from last week and they're all dead. And Sophie is like, maybe they all killed themselves.
0: <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Um, so she put a tracker in her boot while she was being blindly kicked in the face repeatedly. The, that's impressive. Yeah.
1: That's what was uh, we were led to believe.
0: Yeah. Ugh. I I just the the writing, assuming well, there's barely any to begin with, so I'm not sure how to how to even criticize this. It's just I think the thing that finally hit me watching this last one is like I don't know what they're what they're thinking from a plot basis because I mean this is not a Batman show.
1: Oh my I mean, god, you don't know? I'm so happy. So This
0: is this is not <laughs>
1: Apparently, Ruby Rose is open to returning. Our baby girl is coming home. Oh, I was
0: waiting on that. Yeah, no, I did hear that.
1: Well, so here's my theory. What if all of this was bullshit and it was all just for press? She doesn't want to be Batwoman anymore. Her castmates do hate her because she's Ruby Rose. Apparently, she's a terrible person. But what if, like, the second she quit, she's like, well, I don't want to quit the show. I'll still be Kate. And they were like, um, well, we got to write you out for a season. And she's like, okay, that's fine. I'll come back at the end and I'll just be a civilian. So what if this was all already pre-negotiated all along, and the second they, quote-unquote, blew her up in the premiere, she knew, everybody knew, like, oh, she'll just be coming back at the end.
0: They could do that. But there there is two
1: ways that the episode can end. It can end with the shot in the trailer where they all like walk into her jail cell and they're just like, Oh my God, it's Kate. And we don't see her. We see like a hand or something. And then next year, if they brought her back, then we see her or this was all pre-negotiated. And then it ends with her just being like, Hey guys, I'm back.
0: Huh? I, I read something on, uh, and I know this is a trash site, so I don't really, I don't really, uh, take this seriously until I see it somewhere legitimate. I read something on that we got this that said that they're gonna do season three, but they already know that season three is gonna be the last and they're not getting rid of Ryan.
1: Yeah so, um, I, I don't know. So, I mean we got this covered is definitely not I mean it's not. there's like a few of them that are okay, but like they tend to be sensationalized. We got this covered just tends to be like complete and total bullshit. Uh, But that is like kind of what the official ones were going with. So I'm guessing they're just reprinting what they heard. Uh, I heard something ridiculous in that they were going to cancel it after season three or during season three and then just have Ryan show up on Superman and Lois.
0: Put Ryan on Legends like you suggested. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, then you'd at least give her some decent characters to play off of. Um, I don't know. So, here's the question I have, too. Well, let's get back to... Uh, I was starting to bring something up. I'm I'm not sure they even view this as a Batman show. Like, where's all the, like, street crime and shit? We're all into, like, uh, mystical islands and magic flowers and kryptonite poisoning. What about this as a Batman show?
1: Absolutely I mean, nothing. Um, the people who are writing this show are definitely not fans of Batman of the comics of anything my guess is given the person and her age uh, she liked the Linda Carter Wonder Woman and she really just wanted Mm -hmm. to make a Wonder Woman show
0: ah but they wouldn't let her do that I guess Right. Um, so ratings wise this actually went up and I was shocked because it's getting worse every fucking week Um, this actually went up by ninety six thousand viewers, so it ended up with five hundred and fifty two thousand.
1: Wow! Now, yeah. is next week I, the finale, or we don't know?
0: No, no. If I, uh, from what it looks like, I mean, I'm looking at a, a chart on a rating site. And it looks like it looks like they're saying it's going to be thirteen episodes this year. So there are six left, and I don't know how you're gonna out this thing with Ryan half dead for another six shows well, I mean it's fucking nuts
1: so did you see the the trailer for next week
0: kinda I mean I saw there was stuff about them maybe finding Kate but I'm sure it will be a fake out or like a, a they show her from the back and you never have to see an actress
1: well that's what I'm saying like if it was the finale they could get away with that I mean they're definitely doing Coriana yeah. next week
0: yeah, but there's going to be more than 8 shows though. Yeah, I mean, so, I know a lot of the I know a lot of these seasons are going to be short, but there's no way they're stopping at 8. Um, so I'm not sure what that's going to be.
1: I don't know, it could all be a uh, fake out. It could be like Kate comes back and they just change the focus of the show again. That would be insane.
0: Yeah. What I don't get is like, you know, clearly I don't think I don't think this thing with Ryan is working. Right. So why not just recast Kate Kane? Like, who gives a shit about Ruby Rose that much that you're offending anybody by doing that?
1: Uh, yeah, I got nothing. Um, I mean, it wasn't really working with Kate Kane either, but, you know.
0: No, but I mean, if you're that attached to that character that you can only produce this half ass shit without her. I mean, at least if that's the case, then... I suppose it seems to me that the easier way to go would be acknowledge that this recast was a fuck up and just go back to some version of Kate Kane, um, but they just don't. This this show is so all over the place. I don't even think they know what they're doing. Uh, I I did have some uh, general uh, CW related points. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one, okay, the one I remember right offhand was. We were talking about, and I did start watching Stargirl Season 1. I'm not all that far in. I'm like two or three episodes in. Okay. Um, but I did see something that said that uh, HBO Max is helping out the CW to co-finance some of these things. Um, and I get the sense that Superman and Lois is one of those. And it would not shock me if if Stargirl Season 2 was one of those. So maybe the the quality drop that we're foreseeing won't be so bad.
1: I mean, I don't understand a single thing that HBO max is doing. (laughs) I'm I'm loving every second of it, but yeah, uh, it makes absolutely no financial sense whatsoever.
0: Yeah. I mean, I figure if, if, Stargirl is going to become a true CW show. The first thing they'll do is kick Luke Wilson and Amy Smart to the curb and be like, you make too much money, get the fuck out. And they'll recast her her parents with, like, generic Canadians. Sorry, Brent. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I'm re- I've am i been really impressed with what I've seen of Stargirl. Uh, like I said, it's not much, but you can tell there is some – actual production value on the screen with that show oh yeah no it, it,
1: like there's at least two maybe even three episodes that are not great but um yeah now Stargirl was really good and they take a yep. really not in general but this iteration of the character and this actress unlikable terrible character and rather than just making her like the best ever and everybody loves her like every week, it's you know Courtney learns a lesson. Courtney learns that she's an asshole and she's putting her team at risk and she's taking uh, you know Pat for granted and and no, it was it was really good. The writing on that one is uh, yeah. It was where they put all the focus that year.
0: Yep. Um, I'm trying to think. There was something else that I saw, but I can't remember what it was. Uh, Legends is coming. Thank God. We only have another. Month. <laughs> We only have to make it another month before that, or like six weeks before that comes back. Uh, I think it's May first for the for the first episode of the new season. Okay. Um, so I would like to see them. Um, I think they should add somebody. You know, I don't know how they can do that with the whole COVID thing, but like, they, I thought they were clearly setting up uh, the Ryan Choi from Crisis to take over for Ray. And they I never did that. I
1: thought so, too. That was so weird. He was, like, only on Crisis, and then, like, we never saw or heard of him again.
0: Right. And, I mean, that was even before it became public that Brandon Routh was going to leave. Yeah. And then once he, once they announced that, I was like, oh, then that Ryan Choi guy will come back, and he'll be the Adam now. And then they just never did that. And I don't know what they were, you know – Um. So I thought I saw something else, but maybe it was maybe it was RoboCop related because I just watched that too. Sure. Um, so yeah, I think we have uh, new episodes of, of both of these shows that we're primarily reviewing next week. So it should be ostensibly the seventh season premiere of Flash will be Tuesday, um, and we'll see what I like. I said I think they're heading for a version of. Of I believe it was called Force Quest in the Rebirth run, um, where they introduced, like, the... There's more of them than I'm remembering right now, but they introduced, like, the Still Force and the Strength Force. And the, I remember Strength Force.
1: That's where I checked out. Like, I kept going back to Flash, and I was like, all right,
0: yeah. Barry's
1: not... The real yeah. Barry's not coming back. I'm done.
0: There were a couple more, but those are the only two that spring to mind. Um, yeah. But uh, it was basically... Barry going around the world to meet with these other avatars of the other forces and figure out how they work and some of them were some of them were kind of heroish and some of them were evil and it was just a question of like which ones was he willing to work with and all that and I'm sure because of the scope of this show they'll all be in Central City somewhere uh, because God knows they never leave that area Um, so yeah I mean this stuff is, you know, I'm finding Superman and Lois to still be watchable, even though I'm kind of cringing over where it seems to be going. Um, and then Flash is Flash is getting by on inertia for me for the most part. Like it's kind of like <laughs> Supergirl in that sense of like I've been watching it for this long, I'm not going to stop now. Um, and Batgirl, I'm or Batgirl, uh, Batwoman, I'm just purely watching for these because it's fucking terrible. May the blood um, of
1: slaughtered lesbians uh, that's revive us all. I, all. <laughs>
0: um, I guess I can talk about... Well, I'll wait for the, the main show with the other two to do that. Um, go over the stuff we got coming up in the next few weeks. So, uh, You want to just get the rest of the way home and then we'll meet up with the boys in a bit and do RoboCop? Uh,
1: yeah, so I actually... I just turned into my apartment complex. I will be parking... And then heading inside, I should be inside within the next three minutes.
0: Okay, I'm going to i sign in to Anchor and put this one together then. All and right. Um, good.
1: Just, yeah, you know, hit the group chat. Let me know when we're all going. I wasn't sure if we're doing it right away or if we're waiting like an hour.
0: Uh, I don't think so. I mean, we'll see if the other two want to do, but I don't see any reason not to.
1: Sounds good. All right.
0: Say. See- ya.